Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's my pleasure to announce the 2020 winner of our trophy, the Leon Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl hammers it home. Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto with the helpers. Dylan Holloway, University of Wisconsin. We have a star in the making right now for the Edmonton Oilers. Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. Jason's. Looking like he's picking the right time to get hot here. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. We're a really good team. Um, you know, we know that. And just trying to go out there and show that every game. I'm James Neal. Start on this. Jajar Kira from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. Archibald Richard scores! Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Un- Unbelievable. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-O. What a stop made by Miko Koskinen. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 6.30 Chad. GNR to open up the show. Welcome everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you from the city's south side. 
We are into November. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex, by Alicia Next Office Network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Jam-packed show coming up today on Oilers Now in roughly six minutes' time. The newest member of the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club. A guy that was on Edmonton's radar screen back in 2018, coming out of uh, Munich at that time, out of the uh, German League. Dominic Cahoon, uh, Edmonton signing him this past weekend. Uh, the deal got consummated Sunday, announced yesterday by the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club. John Shannon, our regular NHL insider, 1235 today, 105. Drew Remenda from NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet, one of our analysts on Oilers television broadcasts, and an emerging uh, writer with the Athletic out of Winnipeg, one of the guys that really thinks about the game maybe differently and has uh, some very interesting perspectives. Marat Atesh will join us on today's edition of Oilers Now to talk to us a bit about the Winnipeg Jets. Of course, you can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline at 7804960063. All slot machines, table games, and a poker room open at the River Cree. They've got individual plexiglass dividers between each of their seats. River Cree's taken all of the AH guidelines to heart. Be sure to try one of their nine dining options as well, including the brand new Italia, where you can enjoy two-for-one entrees at Italia on Wednesdays and Thursdays, the River Creek Resort and Casino, Alberta's premier resort destination. You can uh, text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors ready for your kids' uh, pregame warm-up. Yes, indeed. Lots to get to on today's uh, edition of Oilers Now. We're available at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan Escott at Brendan Escott. Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. To today's top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling, home of the $99 pre-scheduled furniture maintenance, and it is all furnace maintenance. That is a f- furnace maintenance. It can cost a little bit more to uh, reupholster uh, the old uh, f- <laughs> furniture maintenance. Wow. Uh, it's all about perspective. The Edmonton Oilers uh, were looking at Dominic Cahoon back during the 2017-18 season. He ultimately signed with the Chicago Blackhawks, had a pretty good season, got moved in a deal for Alimata, then went to Pittsburgh where he was coming on playing uh, with Jenny Malkin as the season wore on. Uh, the Oilers ended up in a situation where they had conversations with Cahoon. We had Jerry Johansson, who is now his agent, uh, back uh, probably the, the second week of October, sort of in around the 10th to the, the 16th and around that time. And uh, long story short, Edmonton circled back and got the deal done. And what a difference uh, the options are now for the Oilers forwards with the additions of Cahoon, Turris, Tyler Ennis being re-signed. Yes, Poliarvi coming back from North America, even if you take a look at the addition of Kyler Yamamoto during the course of uh, the season. And just to put things in perspective, if you go back a year ago at this time, um, and it's a tough day uh, for those of you out there uh, that can certainly appreciate this. A year ago today, the Edmonton Oilers were in Pittsburgh playing the Penguins. The Penguins outshot Edmonton 52-28 to in that game. Uh, Mike Smith was brilliant. Edmonton had just recalled Colby Cave. He scored his last goal in the National Hockey League on a brilliant one-on-one effort where he walked Marcus Patterson and then slid the puck home. Uh, it's uh, every every time I bring up that name, it just you just feel nothing but empathy uh, for everybody connected uh, to the Cave family, and 
Yeah, you know, Edmonton had some challenges in terms of putting together a fast, quick lineup. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl ended up scoring the GWG in overtime. I've actually referenced a game back on October 29th, so I did a little bit of digging. The Oilers, uh, Joe Kim Nygaard was out with a rib injury, and Josh Archibald out with a lower body issue. And the Oilers' line combinations against Detroit, basically a year ago at this time, was McDavid with Dreisaitl and Cassian, Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Jajar Kerup and Sam Gagne. Gaetan Haas with James Neal and Alex Chason. Riley Sheen with Tomas Yurcho and Patrick Russell. Uh, also of note, Adam Larson was out. So Brandon Manning was in the Oilers' third pairing with Matt Benning. And the Oilers were playing Clefbaum and Russell together. And then obviously Nurse and Bear. So again, think of those forward lines. McDavid, Dreisaitl, Cassian. RNH with Kara and Gagne, Haas with Neil and Chase on, Sheehan with Yurcho and Russell. And watching the morning skate that day, I know I've referenced this story often to the listeners, but Detroit, who were the worst team in the league last year, looked infinitely quicker than Edmonton. And that's part of the reason why I put a tweet out that day about, do you look at recalling Yamamoto and getting him up here? Well, lo and behold, look at the options you now have basically a year later. McDavid with RNH and Cassian. You could go Leon Dreisaitl with Cahoon and Yamamoto. Turris with Innes and Poliarvi. Uh... Gaetan Haas could center Neil and Archibald, and that still leaves Karen Chase on. Not to mention Patrick Russell and Joe Kim Nygaard um, as well. So lots of options for the Edmonton Oilers up front. Considerably more skill with the addition, again, of uh, Dominic Cahoon. So uh, we'll hit on uh, that coming up in less than a minute's time when we touch base with the newest member of the Oilers Hockey Club, Dominic Cahoon. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Oscar Clefbaum from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shen. Well, that is going to be an ongoing storyline this year. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you. On Oilers Now, and we are going to head off to a River Curry Resort Casino Hotline and talk to the newest member of the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club, and uh, maybe you could say the Oilers finally got their man, because I know that Leon Dreisaitl had mentioned uh, Dominic Cahoon to a former general manager of the uh, Oilers, Pete Chiarelli, during the course of the 17-18 season. We welcome to the show Dominic Cahoon. Dominic, how are you? Hey guys, good. How are you? Good. Uh, well, uh, interesting sort of uh, go here. I know that you, you, you maybe had a couple uh, thoughts and possibilities that you might be joining at Edmonton at various stages back to 2018, but it finally gets done here over the course of the weekend. How do you feel about coming to Edmonton and getting a chance to play in an Oilers team that's got some center options that include Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and Kyle Turris? Yeah, thanks, guys. First of all, um, I'm very excited to to join the Oilers, and I hope that we can start to uh, play as soon as possible. But um, yeah, I'm I'm super excited, and uh, I'm very happy that it worked out like that. Uh, strange year, flat cap. Uh, teams didn't have a lot of money. Did you just have to be patient here, Dominic? Yeah, uh, I mean it was a was a long time now waiting. So uh, I'm I'm super excited, and yeah, it's it's how it is, but. Um, no, I just I'm just very happy that I found a team like that. 
Uh, Leon Dreisaitl, obviously, you know, it's it's kind of interesting right now because uh, maybe the best Canadian soccer player of all time, and he's hurt right now, but he's playing for Bayern Munich, and they're the best side in the world, and that's Alfonso Davies. And we have the best German player that's ever been born playing here in Edmonton, and as you know, Alfonso's from Edmonton. Uh, we have the best uh, German player in the world, Leon Dreisaitl, playing for the Oilers. Uh, how important was Leon to this process for you and up with the Oilers, Dominic? Yeah, uh, it helped me for sure a lot. Uh, we have obviously uh, a lot of contact together, and so when when there was a thing about Edmonton, uh, we started talking a lot, and uh, he, he for sure helped me with that, and uh, I'm glad for that. Did the Oilers reach out to you back in 2018 as well? Because I was led to believe that Leon did speak to uh, Pete Shirelli about possibly signing you then. Yeah, uh, they were for sure interested, um, but uh, it didn't work out uh, back then because Chicago uh, gives me the best best feeling uh, back then, and yeah, I decided to go to Chicago. All right, so you get an opportunity here with Edmonton. I spoke to somebody connected to Pittsburgh today, and they said you're really starting to kind of hit your stride, especially at even strength, uh, playing last year with Jenny Malkin. Why did it work so well with you with Jenny Malkin in Pittsburgh last year? I mean, uh, Malkin, we don't need to talk much about him. He's one of the best players in the world, so he made it often easy for me. But, um, yeah, it was the same uh, in, in Chicago, too. I, I, I got the chance to play with, uh, with one of the best uh, in the game, and, yeah, it's, it wasn't that hard for me. But I just I just tried to do my work. Uh, I mean, I'm, I could say I'm also a skilled guy who who can make plays. So uh, I think those guys liked, like to play with me also. And, uh, yeah, it, we, we had some good stuff there. Are you more of a passer or a shooter? Um, <laughs> I would say passer, but uh, I'm working on my shot. <laughs> well, you've certainly uh, gotten into double-digit uh, numbers the last couple of years. Bit of a learning experience for you, uh, I, and I, I, I know Jerry Johansson fairly well. We have him on the show. Uh, just in terms of things like arbitration, like it's it's a funny business, right? You might have won your arbitration case had Buffalo qualified you. It's just kind of how the business went this year, wasn't it? Yeah, for sure. Um, it was at the start. It wasn't that easy, but uh, yeah, that's, that's how it that's how it goes. And yeah, there's nothing nothing to say uh, much about that anymore. Uh, I'm just I'm just super happy to be in Edmonton now, and I'm I'm looking forward for the future. How uh, who did you look up to, sort of growing up playing hockey in Germany? Who was your favorite player? Um, yeah, so like to be honest, like I was born in Czech, so right, uh, right. growing up, growing up, it was uh, Yarmy Jagr for sure. I think every guy uh, in Czech Republic, uh, <laughs> his favorite guy was Jagr. So, but back then, uh, when when I was older and older, I think I watched a lot of uh, Sidney Crosby highlights. So, yeah, I, I would say Sidney Crosby. Uh, and then when you played in Munich, was there anybody there that kind of took you aside and helped you out a bit? Um. I mean, I when I when I was older and older, I I tried to get get players who I think uh, I play a little bit like them. So I was watching uh, a lot of uh, Nicholas Backstrom Backstrom uh, games and highlights because um, I, I wanted to make plays like him. So so he was one of my favorites too. Uh, I know one guy who you did not play like who ended up playing with you in Munich, and that's Steve Pinizzato. He's about as polar <laughs> op- <laughs> polar opposite of a player as you, eh? 
Oh yeah, no, I, it's actually funny. I I talked to Pinner today. Uh, we were we were texting. So yeah, he, he he's a great guy, and we had a great time together. He was uh, he's he's got a great sense of humor. He is a different cat, to say the least. <laughs> um, have you? Do you I mean, German hot, and I and I realize you're, you're you know uh, you're 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 Czech born, but you've spent a lot of time around German hockey. You're friends with Leon. Uh, has Leon, do you think, maybe helped grow German hockey? Uh, we, we had this year's NHL draft. Tim Stutzla uh, ended up going number three, just like Leon did back in uh, 2014. Um, yeah. There was a there was a couple other kids, uh, Reichel's kid, but Reichel, as you know, uh, check board yeah. as well. Uh, Petraka, uh, is there something to that? Do you think that they're seeing a guy like Leon being one of the best players in the world and think maybe they can get there too? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, he made a very, very huge step for German hockey with, uh, I mean, the year what he had, uh, that, that was just unbelievable. And uh, it just shows how, how good he is. And it was it, it was huge for German hockey, but, but also, like, all the things that he got drafted uh, third overall, you know, now with Stutzler and three guys, no, two guys going in the, in the first round from Germany and Petrka, obviously. Being uh, being a second rounder right away, so that that helps a lot. Uh, you you did have. We're joined by Dominic Cahoon, a newest member of the Edmonton Oilers. You uh, you played for Sudbury in the OHL, and then you returned to Europe. How did how much did, did those first couple of years playing for Munich really help you evolve? Because you took a significant step forward uh, when you were twenty, uh, playing for Munich in the DEL. Yeah, obviously it made me. It made me it made me better player and uh, also person. You know, it was my it was my first couple of years playing pro hockey, and uh, I had unbelievable coaches and all my teammates were great to me and uh, just showed me the way how to be a pro. And uh, I think that's that's where I made my uh, biggest steps for sure. Now Leon is a fan of Cologne, his hometown, uh, in the Bundesliga. Do you have a uh, uh, preferred European soccer side that you end up following? That's sort of your team. Um, yeah, for sure. In uh, in, <laughs> in Germany, I like uh, Borussia Dortmund. Okay. And like in Europe, uh, I'm a Liverpool fan. Now, would there be a Jurgen Klopp connection to both those teams, Dominic? Yeah, so obviously he was coaching in Dortmund before, and now now he's in Liverpool. But uh, I I never met him, unfortunately. But uh, I want to watch a game for sure. Well, they play an up-tempo game. The Oilers are better equipped now to play an up-tempo game as well. Uh, we look forward to seeing you whenever that is. I'm, I'm, I don't even know if I'm, I'm going to be allowed to uh, go with you guys on the road this year. We'll see what ends up happening. But, hey, congratulations on getting the deal done, and we'll look forward to seeing you here probably sometime in January. All right, Dominic? Yeah, thank you very much. That is Dominic Cahoon, the newest member of the Edmonton Oilers. Yes, born in Czech Republic, uh, but his developmental years – uh, from four, uh, 2014 to 2018, four seasons with Munich, took a massive step forward in second year to get on the radar screen again. He, you heard him say it. He did have conversations with the Oilers, ultimately signed with the Chicago Blackhawks, spent a lot of time in the 1819 season on uh, the top uh, couple lines in Chicago. Uh, finished with 37 points in his rookie season in 82 games. Got moved for Alimata to Pittsburgh 
and then put up 27 points in 50 games of the Penguins before being moved in a, a trade with Buffalo. It's Pittsburgh sort of moved their roster around. I know uh, tomorrow we're going to talk to Michael Rupp, who keeps an eye closely on the Penguins organization. And he was uh, he thought Cahoon was just starting to hit his stride uh, when Jim Rutherford, who has made a ton of trades, uh, shuffled him off to Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, I, I got to tell you, like, I, I did not th- – Here's the thing. I know the owners were in on Cahoon on July 1st. It was sort of an either, even, uh, either or proposition. And, um, there, there, you'd be naive to believe that maybe there wasn't a contract offer at that time. Edmonton turned around, signed Tyler Innes, and then things dried up for the Cahoon camp. And I think that they probably looked at, I mean, realistically, let's just say you could get 1.5 million times two years on a deal. Well, if you come here for 975000 in the first year, who says you can't get $2 million next year if you turn out to produce at, you know, 0.65 points per game or 0.7 points per game in Edmonton during the 2021 season? I think that's a realistic target. Uh, some would say the Oilers have got a uh, skill now and would be concerned about Edmonton Oilers' ability to play playoff hockey, that they're not heavy enough. I would suggest most of the younger listeners to the show right now probably recognize how substantially the Oilers have upgraded their top nine. Again, back to October 29th against Detroit a year ago. McDavid with Drysettle and Cassian, RNH with Kara and Gagne, Haas with Neil and Chason, Shane with Yurcho and Patrick Russell. And now Edmonton could have McDavid with RNH and Cassian, Drysettle with Cahoon and Yamamoto. Uh, Turris with Innes Bulliarvi, Haas with Neil and Archibald, and that doesn't even have Alex Chase on in the top 12. And, you know, he, he had double-digit goals last year and is pretty effective on the power play. And Jujar Kerr is a good penalty killer. So Edmonton's got a lot more depth. And you know what? This season, by the time we get playing, you're going to need that depth. You're going to need that depth of forward. You might even have a larger-sized roster just because of the way things theoretically can end up uh, working out. Um uh, you know, to me, 48 games make sense. A lot of people I've talked to have suggested, nope, it's got to be 56 or 60. Personally, I don't know how you do that if you're only playing hockey over regular season hockey over four or four and a half months. Time will tell in that regard. But I want to know what you think on the Oilers signing Dominic Cahoon. Texas at 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. To me, it's night and day in terms of the options that are there. And I could easily see Cahoon panning out here. Uh, and by the way, the orders retain his rights. He is a restricted free agent at the end of the season. Uh, 12-28 in Edmonton. Do want to mention to you at any time. Again, that's our top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling, home of the $99 pre-scheduled furnace maintenance. Keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. We'll get to the orders now. Audio Vault a little bit later. Very quickly, we got time. We're going to dip into NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Edmonton owned and operated. They have face masks for everyone. Visit their online face mask shop by going to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Back at the 630 Jet Studios, big part of the show. Here's Brendan Escott. Okay, we'll uh, glaze over the Dominic Cahoon news. We just heard all about it. Dallas managed to sign disgruntled former top defense prospect Julius Honka to a one-year 
year two-way deal. It's worth the league minimum. He has been loaned to a Finnish league side for now, uh, but he's been playing in Finland since holding out last year, similar to what we saw here with Jesse Pugliarvi and the Oilers. Warren Fogel re-signed uh, in Carolina. One year, $2.15 million there. Coming off career highs, goals, assists, points, shots on goal, and ice time. They do avoid arbitration with that deal. Sounds like Columbus is expecting Mikhail Gregorenko to return to the NHL after three seasons playing in the K. Former 12th overall pick from 2012. He had 19 goals, 41 points, and 47 games last season. There will be no 2021 Hockey Hall of Fame class. Instead, the 2020 class and the likes of Jerome McGinley, Marion Hossa, of course, Kevin Lowe and Ken Holland, they'll be honored next year at induction weekend. And uh, quickly here, the CJHL also partnering, Bob, with the Canadian Mental Health Association to provide uh, education and resources for junior A players across the country. That's with respect to sort of the challenges of leaving home, playing junior hockey at an early age. It should uh, educate players as well as make it okay or a little bit more widely accepted to sort of talk about some of those struggles. All right, great stuff. We've come a long way in that regard. People far more open uh, than the past. Uh, let's go off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we return, our NHL insider, John Shannon. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.